What do you love about music? To begin with, everything. A great show is the most important thing you can do. One great rock show can change the world. Welcome to Sound Opinions. I'm Jim DeRogatis, the pop music critic at the Chicago Sun-Times. And I'm Greg Kahn. I write about rock and roll for the Chicago Tribune. It's the world's only rock and roll talk show, Jim. And uh, we are uh, having our inaugural pledge drive yes. on Navy Pier, which yes. uh, we're very excited about. No, no, you're not. And don't, <laughs> don't lie, Greg, because I, I uh, you know, I, I always was much more of a public radio listener than you, uh, just because you... you constantly listen to CDs. I happen to know you listen in the shower, <laughs> you listen in the car, you know, and I try to reserve the car. I try not to listen to CDs in the car. So whenever right. I'm driving, you know, we live in Chicago, which is a lot. We're in the car. I listen more. And uh, the one thing I didn't tell you about this, we are now on our 17th show on Chicago Public Radio. The one thing I didn't tell you when we moved from seven years of commercial radio is we got to do this twice a year. Uh-huh. I left that out. <laughs> And here we are. Here we are. So it's yeah. an exciting. You know, this is new ground. It's it's you know it's it's great about uh, the radio business. You're well, always no, you're, learning something new. Yeah, but you're married. And tonight I'm learning something. You're, new. We're both married. Surely begging for money is not unfamiliar to you, <laughs> right? I, I mean, have it to, just, be- I have to beg for money the- every day. <laughs> it goes with the turf. All right, but 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 despite the fact that we are going to beg you for money tonight, and despite the fact that we are really uh, under a pressure cooker situation here, we got an hour of sound opinions. This is our first uh, pledge drive. We have to show. Uh, the powers that be here at Navy Pier that uh, people actually care about us to the point of like you know <laughs> giving some money you know because now it's it's like put up or shut up time you know what I mean we sold them on this show they're letting us abuse the Jim and K Maybe studio by having Common in you know we're going to tape Steve Wynn incredible psychedelic rocker we we've got you know incredible stuff coming in you know they're they're seeing these weird rock and roll people get off the elevator and come and like tinkle on the Steinway Grand? Yeah, we've changed the character of the place. Maybe Slightly. not for the better <laughs> some days, but uh, I gotta say Jim, I've been impressed uh, with uh, the facilities here at Navy Pier and one of the reasons is because they do get these donations. I mean, that studio facility that we've been able to record musicians like John Cale, Donovan, yeah. Colin Malloy, Common. Common. Uh, uh, Feist. Amazing. Uh, I mean, John Cale walks in and goes, this is amazing. This, this is, is amazing. one of the toughest, hardest to please men yes. in all in of music, world. and a genius in his own way. And he walks into this studio and he says, "This is great. I want to play music here." Eight seven seven three six six eight nine two four. That is the number to pledge. We need you to do that because you know. All right, so we, seven years we were on commercial radio. We were on this station that, like, the, the tape, the uh, the mics were held to the stands with duct tape, <laughs> right? And and that we had like one phone, and sometimes it wouldn't work. We had we had freaking David Byrne of the Talking Heads on the phone, and like it's cutting out because they hadn't paid their phone bill, right? <laughs> because at commercial radio, the only thing that matters is the bottom line. It is becoming a one world corporation. There are three huge corporations that control pretty much all of radio in America, then there's little public radio over here on the side. Absolutely. 877-366-8924. That's 877-366-8924. That's the number to call if you want to pledge. Jim, I'm in total agreement. Uh, the commercial end of the, uh, of the radio spectrum has turned into a big homogenous zone where the bottom line is king. And, you know, let's face it, money matters on the, on the public radio side here, but uh, it, it is too... 
promote a diversity of programming that I don't think you get anywhere else on the band. No, nobody else is going to give us an hour of airtime to do <laughs> what we do, uh, which may or may not be a good thing. I don't know. But, hey, you know, they, they, they have some shows that here that don't suck like us, you know. I mean, <laughs> and, and there's all sorts of, like, cool swag. We have no swag yet. I'm very disappointed. And it's because our managing producer and director, Todd Bachman, dropped the swag ball. <laughs> now, next time in I six months. I saw the swag ball. Rolling down the hallway, no, actually, when we came no, in. And I think stuff. it'll be picked up by the fall when the fall pledge it drive. It is. You is, can uh, give any amount up. of money, 877-366-8924. You know how this works. You've heard this a million. Any amount they'll take, right? But if you give 75 bucks, you get an 848 coffee mug, or you get a Chicago Public Radio baseball hat, or you get a copy of the Constitution, what it means, uh, which apparently nobody in the current administration has read, you know? <laughs> And, and you know, they got swag, right? The Car Talk guys, you pledge $10 a month, $120 or more, you get the Car Talk guys CD, right? You know, uh, all this fine swag. Where's the This American Life swag? There's got to be some of that. But no, we have no sound opinion swag. So among other things, if you call and pledge now, 877-366-8924, we promise you swag next time. Now, the way I look at it, Jim, okay, 75 bucks is, you know, you get swag for your 75 bucks. Yeah. You can either go to OzFest or you That's can pledge to Chicago Public Radio. You know, I mean, it's. I think the choice is very, fairly can, clear. You can save your eardrums, spare yourselves Ozfest, and and pledge to us, right? And we'll cover Ozfest. Exactly. And we'll so tell you, don't you about have to. Ozfest. Exactly. Yeah, right. We'll tell you all about right. Ozfest on Sound Opinions. You don't have to go, and yet you keep this show going for another few months. And, that's that's absolutely right. So we have our production team whispering in our ear. We're trying here. We are trying to not sound like complete morons, buffoons, and and begging toadies, right? And they, they keep they keep mentioning that it's not working. He just said <laughs> Matt Spiegel, and they're mentioning in our ear website, website, phone number, phone number. <laughs> like people are idiots. Like they haven't been listening to this nonstop all the time. If they listen to public radio, eight seven seven three six six eight nine. Two four or chicagopublicradio.org. They know the drill, guys. They've heard this stuff before. You've done it, you know. All right, so but but we are going to do it different because we are sound opinions and we do everything different uh, differently. We uh, are going to do a regular show in between the uh, the embarrassing begging, uh, and we are going to play because you know it seems appropriate. We're going to play songs about money, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of great the songs best rock about songs money. ever about yeah. money. Yeah, I mean, this is fun. I mean, this show is always fun to do. I have to say that as, as a preface. But this show in particular is fun. I mean, those theme shows built around, you know, you pick a term. Uh, songs about money. Songs about adultery. Songs yeah. about motorcycles. There are a million of them. And calling the best of the best is always a fun exercise. And we got some great money songs that we're going to play for you tonight. Absolutely. We're going to play our choices. Maybe next time for the next Pledge Drive, if people, you know, call in 877-366-8924 uh, and Go to ChicagoPublicRadio.org. Maybe next time we can have uh, – we won't even have to do this. We'll just have, like, the, the, the pledgers come in and play their favorite songs. Maybe we'll do songs about begging. Perfect. That would be good. Yeah, and we have uh, our pledge the, – the people who pledge the most will get to come in and play their favorite begging songs. Or maybe, right, right. maybe do a karaoke version. Yeah, of see? And then slowly song. but surely we'll be able to weasel our way out of this, <laughs> right? And, and then they'll just take care. Um, so what we're going to do first, actually, is take a phone call. Uh, we're going to talk to uh, a person who believes in us uh, enough after 16 weeks uh, to have, have been our first official pledge donor and caller. I mean, this is... I'm going to give her a standing ovation. I think it's, I think it's noble. I'm, I think it's, you know, it's I sacred. Am, 
good. I'm touched, and I'm I'm tears are welling up. In fact, they're streaming down my face right now. At, because what well, we, we great honor that you, we have. You, you know, a lot of people buy the Chicago Tribune. It's slightly fewer people, but smarter people buy the Chicago Sun Times. <laughs> but we have no sense, right, of that fifty cents of like whether they're shelling out to like read you or me. You know, calling up Chicago Public Radio uh, right now eight seven seven three six six eight nine two four during this one hour show, helping us get to seven grand. I mean, that says like. You believe in our show. So I think we actually have uh, Gloria Morrison on the phone. Hey, Gloria, how are you? Fine, thank you. How are you? Good. This is very, very exciting. We're honored, Gloria. You I'm, are the first pledge uh, for Sound Opinions. I'm, I'm honored, and I want to hear you keep speaking, and I'm, I'm so glad I got a standing ovation. Well, Not, yeah, we're, we're thrilled. How did you, uh, did you listen to us before when we were tools of the man on the corporate <laughs> machine? Yes, yes, I did. Yeah, and we're better now, right? Absolutely. A little shorter, but better. Yeah, shorter, but mainly we just cut out some of the crap. Yeah, I agree. I'm with you, and I, I love it. I listen. I like listening to you guys. That's well, great. Thank you. I can hear the voices. I can hear the laughter. It works for me. And you're a music fan, obviously. I am. In order to, to, to handle this show, you must love a wide variety of music, Gloria. That's what I'm guessing. I do. I, I probably don't know as wide a variety as you guys. But I do like a, vi- a wide variety, and I have for a long time. Well, we are going to put you on the spot, Gloria, because Uh-oh. as the first official Sound <laughs> Opinions donor ever, which means so much to us, we are. Uh, it's not a bad spot. Don't worry. Okay. We are going to give you the right to choose whatever song you want to hear right now, and we'll play it for you. Right now. Right now. You know, but you know, I mean, you know how this stupid show works. I mean, you know, you got to pretend to at least have something smart to say about it. You got to pretend to play rock critic. Okay. So you got to make a case. You got to tell us. Now, we won't hold you to this being your favorite song ever of all time. Okay. It's just the song you are most excited to hear about right now. It, and, and hopefully it'll be something really nasty because we really are taking great joy <laughs> in corrupting the public radio airwaves this with, is, uh, you know, just the weirdest stuff. This is Gloria's version of uh, a Desert Island jukebox. So yes. Gloria, okay. you, you're, you listen to the show. At the end of the show, we usually yeah. play uh, a record that Jim or I uh, would take to, to the Desert Island that day. So you no. think about it for a minute. We'll give out this stupid phone number again because the producers are looking at us. Gotta give the- it. Yeah, we are. We're going to bring them <laughs> in here. 877-366-8924, or you can go online, chicagopublicradio.org. Uh, any amount is welcome. We're giving Gloria time to think. Now, Gloria, yeah, have yeah, you are. figured it out? Um, well, do I have explicit lyric um, Of course. No. Well, I mean, it- We'd be disappointed if you didn't play something with cuss words. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> song that I'm liking. Okay. Uh, are you ready? I'll sure. give you a drum roll. <laughs> um, how about I Hate Everyone by Get Set Go? I heard it first on a TV show. Wow. Do you even know that song, Greg? No. I have uh, no what? idea. Now you have stumped both of us. I, I'm so glad. I... you got to start watching Grey's Anatomy. Oh, no, I have been. I, I dig oh, it. okay. Uh, you know, all right, but now this is our friend. She's been a, a guest on Sound Opinions. Alex uh, Petsavis. Alex yeah. Petsavis. She's from the Burbs here in, in Chicago. She uh, has the most amazing job in the world, Gloria. She's in charge of putting all the cool music on that show. Ooh. And, and also uh, the OC and a bunch of other shows. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, she obviously chose this. And, it's, uh, and what is it again? It's I Hate Everyone. Uh-huh. And the band is Get Set Go. And what do you love about it? Well, you're going to love it from the first two lines of the song. All um, right. <laughs> uh, lyrics are, are great, and it's just it just kind of gets you. The music is awesome. All right. Yeah. And it set up a scene in Grey's Anatomy? There was a scene going underneath it that uh, sort of made it for you? Yeah. 
I can't I can't exactly recall what it was at the moment because it was probably several weeks ago. But but that's good. The music stuck with you, and the TV show's long since faded. Yeah, I pretty and I right, and I pretty much Monday morning after the Sunday night show go to the website and see see what it was. And a lot some of it's not available unless you know it's on smaller labels. Yeah. Well, this is excellent. Well, Gloria, we're going to play this song right now in your honor. Thank you. And I'm sorry we have no sound opinion swag. No, I don't need swag. 877-366-8924. This song is for Gloria. Thank you. Thanks, Gloria. Some stupid chick in the checkout line was paying for beers with nickels and dimes and some old manic coupons and argued whenever they wouldn't take one. All I want to do some cigarettes, but I couldn't take it anymore, so I left, I hate everyone, I hate everyone, I hate everyone, I hate Shows well. It sets the tone, doesn't it? It's kind of like Weezer, <laughs> Weezer esque, but with this, this, this just bitter. It's like it's like you know Bukowski. It's not that I don't like people; it's just that I'm happier when they're not around. <laughs> and this, and with this chirpy sing songy melody, amazing. Join Gloria. You can be number two in pledging to uh, Chicago Public Radio, keeping us on the air on Sound Opinions eight seven seven three six six. 8924 or go online to org. Now see that's why we love this show. We have listeners who blow our minds with their thirst for knowledge about music and Neither they're introducing us. us to new things. We didn't know. We start the conversation. We get the ball rolling mm-hmm. and then it continues without us. And we have some amazing help. Robin Lynn is here. She is one of our associate producers. Now in the time it took us in real time to listen to that song for the first time, Robin has got us a the brief bio synopsis what do you, so what do we know about these these artists? Well, I have to say I wasn't able to find much because she, Real picked, she picked an obscure one. But uh, I, they describe themselves on their website as an upbeat and quirky band from L.A. And mm. um, you'll appreciate this. The lead singer is named Mike TV. Like the Willy Wonka character. <laughs> wow, Willy Wonka has fueled so much great rock and roll. Veruca Salt, uh, Mike TV. There's something else, too. That's great. So, Robin, you, you, uh, you, you did about two or three years with us at uh, – uh, commercial radio, 
Yes. And you you had you had worked at NPR. You'd been an intern. You know. So why have you? I mean, you are such a brilliant, talented, hardworking person. A true pleasure Aww. to have on our staff. Why the hell have you cast your lot with us? <laughs> Well, I didn't even listen to public radio growing up, but when I graduated college, I just sort of knew it was a place I wanted to be. You're a serious public radio junkie now. Uh, compared you, to probably the public radio junkies listening, I would I have say never not referenced so. But compared, anything I've heard, not at, not at midnight <laughs> and not at six in the morning, that you haven't actually heard. Compared, so. probably compared to the Sound Opinions team, I'm a, I'm a public radio junkie. Mm-hmm. Although, though Todd can probably compete with me on that. No, he's but a I public just, radio stooge. There's a difference. I don't know that what we're doing <laughs> is serious journalism or anything, great investigative reporting or anything. But I just like to be able to associate myself with all the great serious journalism that's happening on public radio. I just, I honestly believe it was a place I wanted to be because I think the best media happens on public radio. That's inspiring. And we have to get you paid because right now we're dealing at subsistence (laughs) level, 877-366-8924. We're going to play a bunch (laughs) of songs with money as the subject. And uh, as usual, there's a a death duel to the finish. Who's going to go first? Because, you know, we always want to be first. Jim wants to be first. I want to be first. The only person who's been able to settle these arguments over the entire history of Sound Opinions is Matt Spiegel, who's been with with us since day one. Matt. It's true. You are a man man among men to have lasted this long with the show. You have not – somehow you've put up with all of this. Why? Yeah, I I don't know. Still uh, working on that. I question myself on a daily basis. Uh, I'll figure as soon as I get an answer, I'll get back to you. Now, now um, Spiegel is by far the most the most uh, talented person we've ever worked with in radio, and uh, we're, certainly we're of lucky. the three people in this room, Spiegel we're lucky owns, to have him. No, owns it's true. talent. And yeah. I mean, you know, I don't I don't let my wife yell at me the way he's occasionally yelled at me. Have you? <laughs> I, I kind of enjoy kind of like, it. Yeah, see, I was just going to say that you like it. I, I, I knew you liked it. I enjoy yeah, when he, he gets stern. See, he I knew he liked and then, it. And then he combines it with the, you know, he he can do any voice. I don't yeah. know if our listeners realize. The man a of a talented voices. singer. Matt Spiegel is a, a band leader, longtime uh, scenester yeah. in Chicago. Hey, Spiegs, we are actually, we're doing a show tonight. We're you working and me. tonight, man. That's right. I'm, ba- I'm backing you up, babe. Do people know you're singing yet? Uh, no, no, that's a secret. <laughs> did I just say that? Yeah, you did. All right. But it's at this point, you know, in the cause of raising money for sound opinions, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm celebrating the release of, of my new book about the Flaming Lips. Congratulations. At the Abbey Pub mm-hmm. and uh, with a couple of other bands, Kid Million and Scotland Yard Gospel Choir. And I've got a Flaming Lips tribute band to play all the great old rock songs they don't play anymore. And, I, yeah, I'm singing. Well, that's Because nobody cool. wanted to sing. I think uh, many of, of your staff here, a bunch of glorified uh, engineers and fact checkers, I think many of us are going to come by <laughs> and, and now, back you up. city said that. I didn't say that. You know you know. I know you I fed them you. that line, dear I goddess. Did, they were here. They were watching you work. We have... Uh, many coins to choose from. I have one coin here which has click on one side and clack on the other, the mm-hmm. Tappet Brothers coin. I'm not going to use that one. I've got Robert Siegel and Terry Gross on one side of a <laughs> uh, in Independence Year quarter. I'm not going to use that. Carl Castle, man. Oh, you're Carl Castle. Well, actually, I have here the official Sound Opinions half dollar with Jim DeRogatis on one side and Greg Cott on the other. I think, I think that's it would the be one to vain flip. to use that. Well, then let's use it. Absolutely. That's, that's rock and roll, baby. All right, all right. We're Cot- loud and proud. Call it in the air, Cott. I'm going for Cott. I it is indeed Cot. It's your call. Woohoo! Finally won one. All right. The payoff worked. You win everyone. What are you talking about? You <laughs> rigs it. And even when you screw up, he yells at me because he knows you enjoy it. So you make a mistake and then he yells at me. 
I don't think you're lining Speaks' pocket enough with some of those uh, pledge dollars that we're going to get uh, today. You know, I'm, I'm the only I'm, one who's written about Tributosaurus. <laughs> Did you ever write about him? The Tribune wrote about Tributosaurus. The Tribune. Are you two are years not, you are ahead not, of the Sun. You time. are not the Tribune. Do you, do you on an assignment that I personified? I, as I felt the, it would have been a conflict of interest for me to write uh, about my dear friend yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Spiegel. <laughs> Well, unless people call in and pledge, uh, Spiegel is going to be just an itinerant musician, yeah. and we're going to be unemployed. 877-366-8924. Now, Mr. Cott, what are you going to start with? Actually, the first song that popped into my head was uh, a song called Money Changes Everything, which is perhaps best known for being on a Cindy Lauper record, the one yeah. Cindy Lauper record that went through the roof and sold a gazillion copies circa 1984-85. Back when she uh, was making videos with Lou Albano. And that was a time when she had the big song, Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Mm-hmm. Got to play the song, Money Changes Everything. Not the Cindy Lauper version, though. The original version, as written by an Atlanta band called The Brains, on a 1980 album, uh, self-titled, produced by Steve Lillywhite. I mean, the producer, way more famous than the than the band ever became. Went on to U2 and XTC. Yeah. Uh, made a ton of, ton of important records. I think this Brains record is just terrific. Got lost in the shuffle, the post-punk, uh, new wave shuffle of the Although early I've, 80s. I've interviewed Peter Buck of REM, and mm-hmm. I know you have as well, and he's, he's always talked about what an influence they were. Terrific in, in Atlanta, as yeah. he was coming up in Athens. Four-piece band. The, the main guy in the band was a guy named Tom Gray. Uh, and he wrote this song, um, and it's great. Um, it's essentially a song about uh, a breakup. Huh, money changes everything, she told him as she yeah. <laughs> bid him adieu. Uh, so here it is on Sound Opinions. It's a pledge drive show. Give us a call, 877-366-8924, and uh, we're going to be playing lots of songs to get you in the mood. And here's one, Money Changes Everything by The Brains. Nice choice, Mr. Cott. I'm Jim DeRogatis of the Chicago Sun-Times. My partner is Greg Cott of the Chicago Tribune. You're listening to Sound Sound Opinions, inaugural pledge drive. To pledge, give us a call at 877-366-8924 or go to chicagopublicradio.org. Uh, we are definitely still low men on the totem pole here. We have no snacks. <laughs> when 848 is doing pledge drive, they have tons. Like they have snacks. They are starving. We got we got nothing. We got nobody. Give us money. We got so nothing we can to eat. give away. <laughs> All we have is your goodwill. 
if you dig this show and 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 have for some time, we would ask you to call and pledge. We're trying to make seven grand. It's absurd. We're never never going to happen. We're screwed. We'll be back on the street. But you know, we can give it a shot. 877-366-8924. And my first choice, Greg, for a great song about money is just the theme of this show. You know, it can't be put any more plaintively or desperately than the chorus of this song. Uh, it is, of course, from the infamous Black Album, uh, not Jay-Z's <laughs> version, but uh, the band before that, who never gets uh, credit for uh, this album being as brilliant as it is. Rock innovators. In fact, this guy is a public radio brethren, one of the guys, the he guy is. who played bass on this incredible song. Mm-hmm. Mr. Harry Shear has that less show, you know, which is which is pretty good. Uh, but nevertheless, this is, uh, well, this is Spinal Tap. Give me some money. Course is Spinal Tap, give me some money, except they were not actually Spinal Tap yet. They were still the Thamesmen. They were the, the, the British Invasion wannabe <laughs> band before they morphed into the mighty rock gods that were Spinal Tap. Now, were they uh, sarcastic and uh, uh, a parody band when they were the Thamesmen? Was there an attempt there to be as uh, humorous as... Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hence yeah. the adenoidal vocals yeah, and yeah. the wannabe beetle. And, and they clearly had there was a sense of, uh, you know, we're, uh, tongue-in-cheek tribute there. Yeah. But uh, the Spinal Tap thing just amped it up times ten. Absolutely, absolutely. Now we uh, we're going to keep playing the greatest rock songs of all time about money, uh, and and we're going to do a montage here of some of the classics. Uh, one of them involves the Beatles. You know, it is extraordinary, Greg. You and I were making these lists, trying to figure out what to play. The Beatles. Uh, it must be said for for the band that epitomizes the idealism of yeah. the '60s and the hippie generation and the baby boom generation. They had an extraordinary amount of songs. About money. It truly is amazing. I mean, you can think of a half dozen right off the top of your head. Baby, you're a rich man. Yeah. Tax you, man. Tax man. You never give me your money. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, hey, for all the flowers, love, transcendence, revolution, change the world. Yeah. You know, it's like they're, they were they were watching their pocketbook. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it brings to mind the comment that McCartney gave me uh, a couple of years ago when I uh, 
you know, asked him point blank, how come you're charging 250 bucks for your concert? Because I can. And that's essentially, <laughs> wasn't it? Was, well, I love capitalism. I've been capitalist, you know? Oh, my God. So now think about that. $250 for a 90-minute show by Paul McCartney. Admittedly, he's a genius and all that stuff, yeah. right? But that's it's over. It's over in 90 minutes. Whereas if you were to pledge $250 here, <laughs> you're going to get 52 hours. We just go on and on and on. 52 hours of sound opinions. Pledge, hey, where did the phone number go? 877. Eight seven seven three six six eight nine two four. Eight seven seven pledge three six six eight nine two four. Chicago Public Radio dot org. Please, please, please keep us on the air. And I think this is a song that illustrates what we're talking about tonight. Uh, Money, that's what I want. This is really the song that put Motown on the map. Mm-hmm. Nineteen sixty, Barrett Strong. Song written by Barry Gordy, the founder of, of, of Motown. I didn't know that. So Great Barry hit. Gordy himself mm-hmm. wrote the song. He wrote the song, uh, produced the song. Barrett Strong sang it, banging it out on the on the eighty eights, the the keyboards, the piano. Yeah. And uh, the Beatles heard it and they blew their minds, and uh, they put it on one of their early records. Uh, they they covered it, and in some ways they stole it from uh, Barrett Strong because Lennon's vocal, yeah, on Money is oh, just amazing. one of the all time great uh, vocals. The scream, yeah. that he lets out in Money. It's just like. You know, I think, Jim, at some point we should do a, a show about all-time great rock and roll screams. Oh, yeah. And if so, Screaming Lennon on Money, the way he yeah. just lets it rip that throat-shredding vocal. He apparently did it at the end of a long session in which they so recorded was an entire album. And they were toasted, and he just let it rip on the song. And then the ironic, tongue-in-cheek, very arch, very arty uh, cover version of the song by the Flying Lizards yes. from the New Wave era that followed it up. Three cool versions of a great song. 877-366-8924. That, that was well done, Mr. Cott. Here is a montage of the three best versions ever of Barry Gordy's Money.
That was uh, three great versions of uh, a great song that uh, fits the theme of tonight's uh, show. Uh, Money, That's What I Want, originally done by Barrett Strong on, on Motown in 1960, uh, quickly covered by the Beatles uh, when they were invading America in the early 60s, and then again by the Flying Lizards at the height of the arch-ironic New Wave era, circa late 70s, early 80s. You know, when you put it in context like that, of course, Barry Gordy and the Motown artists, uh, I mean, they had nothing. They were they were picking themselves up uh, from the gutters of, of Detroit with their talents sure. and, and, and wanting to build a better world. And the Flying Lizards uh, were nobody and nothing, you know, were, were these, these art school kids in, in England, yeah. uh, circa the punk. You know, the only ones who really... Uh, in retrospect, the only ones who were really archly ironic there, in a way, are the Beatles. I mean, what were they, what were they whining about? Well, you know, consider that it was on one of their early albums as well. Yeah, but they were already doing well. And I think what they loved about the song, I mean, let's face it, they were fanatics about American R&B and blues. Yeah. And remember, the Beatles were kind of shocked that anybody in America would pay attention to them because they basically said, hey, all we're, we're just, doing is giving back your music here. Yeah, but, but I want to get back to this this greater concept. There's much to be uh, examined here about what why the Beatles were so damn obsessed with money. you know. And, and some of the best were written by Harrison. I mean, for Harrison to be whining about the tax man and the bite that it, the, the tax man was taking out of his paycheck. Yeah. Mr. Spiritual Transcendence. Right. Yes. You know, and uh, and and McCartney, who's Mister Sweet and Love and Apple Pie. You know, you never give me your money. Well, and Lennon too. Imagine no possessions. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and uh, singing money. That's what I want. Or so. baby, you're a rich man. Well, baby, you're a rich man. Actually, is like taking a shot at the whole hip wazi. Yeah. Right. But w- which they were part of. Right. Uh, there, there's something to be. I think the Beatles were hypocrites. No other <laughs> there's definitely radio some show, contradictions there. No other radio show will have the courage to tell you that <laughs> to pledge. Give us a call at eight seven seven. 366-8924 or go to chicagopublicradio.org if only to uh, maintain this amazing performance studio the Jim and K maybe performance yes. studio Tell here us about is that. an incredible facility you know uh, everything about that studio the vibe in there is great um, you know they the, they dim the lights just so yeah. they've got those Persian rugs on the floor yeah. I mean I you know Light a few candles. I want to live in there. No, we're being serious now. I am dead serious. I can't I mean, believe I, I they let us play in there. It, it is. It lends such a quality. Not only it's a, it makes the musicians feel comfortable because they feel like they're in a room where they can make something that's going to sound great. It's we amazing. Mentioned earlier, John Cale went in there and was so impressed. He wanted to do songs over again because yeah. he knew he could do them better. Yeah. To see John Cale have that attitude about yeah. something, John Cale's a very hard man to please. He just went in there and just loved the place and immediately made him comfortable. He goes, I feel at home in this place. You could record a record in there, I'm yeah. sure. You know, oh, no, no, there have been. Quality it, is a, it is a recording studio. You know, Common came up here. He was he was feeling sick. Uh, he, he wanted to do the show before he was playing that night. Uh, and and Jason, our, our associate producer, had found some tracks. And the next thing, Common is off and running on this incredible freestyle rap. Uh, why we left commercial radio? Because public radio is smart. Because we have facilities here to do stuff. And really, because we're going to be able to bring incredible guests here in the coming weeks to, to abuse the Jim and K Maybe studio. Although everyone's been very polite. Yep. Nobody's been smoking or spitting or puking. <laughs> except yeah. us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they got the spittoon next to us. Exactly. But, man, what a, what a lineup of guests we've been able to attract. And I think... You know, a big part of the attraction. I mean, in addition to the fact that it's sound opinions and we have a track record, is this amazing facility that we have here at Navy Pier and uh, with your pledges is is continuing to run at at a very, very high level that draws this caliber of uh, musician and artist to uh, sound opinions. Um, Here's just a sampling of some of the brilliant uh, musicians we've had on the show. 
John Cale is on tour right now with a four-piece band, and he and the group are in the studio with us. Journeys of a lifetime Leaving from here Traveling the edges Like footsteps on a here with Leslie Feist, otherwise known as Feist. She's got a solo record out. Gatekeeper seasons wait for you Black Rebel Motorcycle Club on Sound Opinions on Chicago Public Radio. You've got the guitar, Donovan. Oh my! It's Let's warmed it. up. It's warmed up. We want to hear some uh, some music. I'm impressed that you're tuning without one of those little automatic tuners, too. Ah, that's well, old just school. so happens. <laughs> inside, you see the lights. Ah! I have a stealth tuner. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I am known for perfect pitch. I don't tell anybody. <laughs> Thrown like a star in my vast sleep I opened my eyes to take a peek To find that I was by the sea Gazing with tranquility Tis then when the hurdy-gurdy men Come singing the songs of love Then when the hurdy-gurdy men Come singing the songs of love Here's Jim in the studio with the Strokes' Julian Casablancas hours before the Strokes' first show of 2006 at the Park West. The funny thing is when we started, I I thought we were going to jam on stage. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought, you know, just a weird new thing and you start making it up and you start making up a cool singing part with weird lyrics at a weird time while someone's playing a weird thing. I, I, that's how I thought it was going to sort of happen. But it, but that doesn't happen. does not happen, no. 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 <laughs> does there's not no happen. jam in the strokes. There is no, there's a no jamming rule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Sound Opinions. I'm Greg Cott. He's Jim DeRigatis. And uh, this is Colin Malloy of the Decemberists. And on the screen, the heroes. Female lead hand in hand and says, God, I love you, but you trouble me. She pushes him away.
You're listening to Sound Opinions on Chicago Public Radio. We are in the midst of a pledge drive. Give us a call at 877-366-8924 or go to chicagopublicradio.org. Pledge whatever you can. Remember, it's OzFest for 75 bucks or... You know, Chicago Public Radio and Sound Opinions for 75 bucks. What's it going to be tonight? We'll go to OzFest. No, it's true. I mean, or, or you could buy, you know, you. just a couple of crappy CDs yeah. at the ridiculous retail price. You know, I tell you what. Save that money that you would spend on a couple of crappy CDs. Come over to my house or Greg's. You can burn them. And, <laughs> and if you give us only $6.25 a month or $75, you can get a copy of United States Constitution. What it says, what it means. A hip pocket guide. 877-366-8924 is the number to call if you want to pledge. We are trying to raise 7000 bucks to avoid the baleful, you are about to die stare from Tori Malatia, which we don't want to see. We the don't look, want to see Tori the look disappointed of the in dog. us. The look of the hound dog in Old Yeller. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's great. I mean, Tori, Tori is like a saint of a man. He goes to the board here, which is, in, you know, I don't know. Have you got any picture in your head of what the board looks like? I'm not sure I want to think about that. It seems ominous. It's like Star Chamberish. You know, Story goes to the board. He says, I'm going to bring these two boobs who play like ridiculous, raunchy music and talk about it and laugh at themselves. I'm going to bring them to public radio. You know? Yeah. So, so can you give us some seed money? And they're money? all going, uh-huh. You know, if only to save Tori some face. You know what I mean? And he keeps telling us he likes the show. He hasn't made a single criticism. He's, 17 weeks. He, he popped down the other day when uh, Jenny Lewis was in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was really enjoying himself. I saw I him. Think he was. I, I he saw was him grooming. actually taking his shirt off and rocking out. <laughs> he, Tori's you know, Southside Malatia. Yeah. All right, so we're going to stop the tomfoolery. You know the drill. 877-366-8924. 877-DON'T-WAIT. Or go online, chicagopublicradio.org or soundopinions.com. Meanwhile, we're going to get back to the good stuff. I'm going to play a nasty cuss word song, and it's a good one, by a uh, girl who certainly knows about money because she uh, grew up in Winnetka. Her name is Liz Fair, and uh, this, is, uh, this is a great, great tune. Liz, of course, is being ironic, although now it seems later in her career she is quite a bit concerned about money. She's trying to morph into, like, Sheryl Crow. Yeah, it's a, it's a little sad. It's sad, but this song is a killer song, and I love this album, White Chocolate Space Egg. I think it's vastly underrated. It was kind of the beginning and the end, because you can see her getting you know slicker. This is her L.A. period. This is when the L.A. record started. Yeah, but this is the last great Liz Fair yeah. record. The first three are all, I think, you know, Whip Smart, White Chocolate Space Egg, and of course, Exile and Guyville are great. This is shit loads of money, and I'm just going to let the Sound <laughs> Opinions team edit that as they will, by Liz Fair on Sound Opinions. Lewis is probably 30 years old, but he looks like a solid 45. Lewis says he's got a headache. I look in his eyes and I believe him. The big LKs and the gangster disciples. Lewis can't think of who else could take over, but he just can't get
Liz Fair. It's nice to be liked, but it's better by far to get paid. Yeah. 877-366-8924. We're having fun tonight. We're playing songs about money. To pledge, give us a call at 877-366-8924 or go to chicagopublicradio.org. Here's a song that I played in an earlier incarnation of this show in its extended version by one Boz Skaggs, primarily because I wanted to hear the Dwayne Allman guitar solo on it. There's like a 12-minute version of this song that you really should seek out. You're going old Bonnaroo on me. Yeah, but I'm not going to play that version. <laughs> I'm going to play the nice, concise, Chicagoized version of this song, okay. the original version of this song, done by a very underrated Chicago blues man named Fenton Robinson, who recorded a song called Somebody Loan Me a Dime in the 60s. That's when Boz Skaggs heard it. Uh, Boz Skaggs part of that uh, uh, blues fanatic core in, in San Francisco that just simply worshipped at the feet of the Chicago blues musicians and made rock versions of their songs. Robinson ended up re-recording Somebody Loan Me a Dime on his uh, debut album for Alligator Records, Chicago-based Alligator Records in 1974. And I think it's really the definitive version of the song he wrote. It's the blues, man. It's destitute. You're on a street corner. Somebody loan me a dime so I can make this one last phone call. And here it is on Sound Opinions. Somebody loan me a dime I want to call my old time used to be Somebody loan me a dime I tell you I want to call my old time used to be My woman been gone so long, yeah And now I began I just cry I cry like a baby all night long Oh, how I cry and then I cry I cry just like a baby all night long Oh, I need somebody You are listening to Chicago Public Radio, 91.5 FM WBEZ Chicago, 89.5 FM WBEW Chesterton, 90.7 FM WBEQ Morris. That's the late Fenton Robinson with a song called Somebody Loan Me a Dime. And uh, we are joined by our esteemed associate producer, Jason Saldana. Jason, it means so much to us that you're here with us and that, uh, A, that we, we can use your name now. Because for years on commercial radio, you were Dr. X, because uh, some of the things that you were doing was uh, we're kind of running under the radar. <laughs> we're doing no well, now. Now we're here at Chicago Public Radio, and everything we do is clean and virtuous and wonderful. Jason, your story fascinates me, because you were with us almost as long as Spiegel, right? About six years? About six years. commercial radio. Yep. And then you came with us, and you had... Like a real career, you were a super chemist. You would <laughs> and he threw it degree. all away. Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're building up to? He threw away this incredible well, opportunity to, you know, to work with us. What other show has an associate producer who was like a super chemist and could be making a million dollars a year <laughs> if he went to work for the government? <laughs> My parents you know, are perfecting the nerve thing. gases. Yeah. Why did you come, Jason? And what does public radio mean to you? Public radio means that we have the freedom to sort of 
be a, be who we are and show the world how cool this show is. <laughs> That's great. How cool Greg Cott is and Jim Derogatis. Now, right? see, now, he's not just blowing smoke because he is a card-carrying, no-logo, reading, yeah. worshiping, <laughs> anarchistic, uh, bring-down-the-man, <laughs> subversive. Were, FBI he to, phone call were he to use his powers of evil to, like, say, you know, unleash a virus at Microsoft yeah. or something, <laughs> it could be, it, you know, so, but no, he is not. Make sure that Jason continues to be nice to us. Pledge your money. Uh, all he wants is dental and health. We haven't even... That's all I need. I know. We're working on that. <laughs> Eight seven seven three six six eight nine two. Health insurance for Jason. Eight nine two. Yes. Well, at least you know. I eight mean, seven least, seven three six six eight nine two four. At least if he can go to his parents and say, "Yeah, I'm making like one tenth of what I would have if I'd been the super chemist," but I like those two boobs I work with, and at least they got me health insurance. Oh, you know, God. you need a couple bucks, Jay. I can I do. spot you. I do. I can spot. All right. After well, the show. After the show, people call in and and donate. Uh, so we get to play more music now, right? Yep. I'm going to change the vibe completely because you were bringing me down, sort of, caught with the. I mean, it is a Fen- great song. In the day before cell phones, man, please yeah. loan me a dime so I can just make this one call and to my baby. And now it's like 75 cents. And you can't even <laughs> find a payphone. You can't. When's the last payphone you saw? And they're all broken. I know. If you do find one, it's broken. Yeah. Oh, it's disgusting. They don't bother to fix them. I know. I, but not everybody can afford a cell phone. This is a band that, well, I just, I mean, there's just two words blue eyeshadow. It's <laughs> a big part of the appeal. I know where you're There's going. no two ways about it. I know it. where you're going. You know, I mean, this is about as great as pop has ever gotten. It's also about as soulless and arid, but there's a certain perfection to it that cannot be denied. ABBA is perfect. You know what I mean? It's a perfect band. They have no qualms whatsoever. There's no no irony intended. Uh, they liked money. They made a lot of money. You know, I think there were years at the height of their career in the 70s where their income topped several small nations. I'm sure that ABBA earned more a year than the entire <laughs> country of Luxembourg, the for example. gross national product. <laughs> but man, do these songs just stand up as just absolutely indelible pop. This is ABBA with Money, Money, Money. Money, money, money by ABBA. I think we should do the entire ABBA show, Greg. Oh, my God. You know, there's a, again, the subtext of the songs. I mean. Amazingly twisted. Darkness and, you know. Oh, my God. I mean, all that froth and all that eyeshadow yeah. was so really dark stuff. These two couples that essentially hated each yeah, other. Yeah, they broke up. They both divorced, you know. I mean. Oh, my God. Who wants to see the Eagles re- reunite yet oh, again? ABBA. I mean, the ABBA, ABBA reunion that would, be, yeah. would be a huge, huge tour. I think my short list of reunions I wouldn't puke at would be Husker Du. 
ABBA and the real Pink Floyd. Now, see, right there. Especially on one bill. Gives you, those three bands right there give you an example of the breadth, the depth, and the breadth yeah. of this show, the stuff that we that, talk listen, about. Hey, listen, a phone is Another ringing. pledge. Another could pledge. It, could it be a pledge? We're almost there. 877 <laughs> We're going towards 7,000, and this now, one could put us over the top. Yeah, you got one more song. I got a song to put people in the mood because, uh, you Oh, know, see, I had the same one. Look seven, at that. Yeah. $7,000 ain't enough, man. I, I want a billion. Yeah. Billion dollars. And uh, this is the song that'll give you the. Uh, ah, it, yeah. It's a subliminal. It's not subliminal at all. It's an anvil to your head saying billion dollar pledge. I think it's eight, safe seven, to say. 877 uh, so, Now, maybe Terry Gross once <laughs> interviewed Alice Cooper and chatted with him all chatty like yeah. about, you know, playing golf and, you know, the character he invented and blah, blah, blah. But did she actually play billion dollar babies? Oh, my God. I doubt it. We you know, do. he's sort of become, he's not sort of, he has become domesticated with tales of his golf exploits, and he's basically had a very tongue-in-cheek attitude about this character he created yeah. in the early 70s. They were known as L.A.'s worst band in the late 60s and proud of it, and discovered by Frank Zappa, moved to Detroit and, and made some kick-ass rock records. I mean, Great uh, stuff. Sort of bridging the gap between metal and glam with that mm-hmm. Detroit feel mm-hmm. to it. The uh, guitar players, uh, not credited on this record, Steve Hunter... And Dick Wagner went on to do rock and roll, rock and roll, roll animal with, read. With yeah. Reed. Yeah, yeah, great, great guitar players, and you can hear it all over this song. A classic from the uh, the mid seventies when Alice Cooper was in his heyday, and really upsetting a lot of parents. Uh, <laughs> billion dollar babies, Alice Cooper on sound. It's babies. true. My mom wouldn't let me have that record in the house. <laughs> Million Dollar Babies from Alice Cooper. It's Chicago Public Radio Sound Opinions. I'm Greg Cott. Jim DeRigatis is my partner. And we are joined by Todd Bachman, who uh, basically, I mean, he's the puppeteer, Jim. Yeah, he is. Well, he thinks I mean, he is. I mean, we do he the has, show. I don't think he's really Actually, figured it out. Wait, Todd wait, pulls wait, wait, the wait, strings. Wait, wait, wait. I have to interrupt here. First, I'm going to give the number, 877-366-8924, <laughs> or pledge online to chicagopublicradio.org. Yeah. We need to raise $7,000. And, and yeah. back to the puppeteer, 
if you guys don't remember, but a couple, I think it was last week's show, um, you uh, called Matt the puppeteer, which I feel like is... Uh, well, we're manipulating all of you. He's the creative <laughs> puppeteer. You're the public radio stooge puppeteer. Oh, you know? You're the guy who comes in here and tells us Thank not you. to bang on the table. It sounds unprofessional. We don't like that kind of thing on sound. And I'm sure on, our listeners on love public that. Radio. I'm sure our listeners love that. Like, well, yeah, they're at home banging on the table themselves. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, it's like, don't, what, whatever. You can't tame us. Have you eight, not? Seven, 16 seven, weeks. You three, haven't got six, that six, out yet? Eight, nine, two, four. <laughs> or online at chicagopublicradio.org. Did you really think we were going to come here and do like, oh, you know, the, whole, the, the breathy public radio voice? Actually, actually I was a little nervous because I knew it was just a crapshoot. Like Todd, Todd, and Todd, Todd valiantly marching into the yeah. darkness. What no, is going to happen? He's lying through his teeth. You, you did seven or eight years doing this, right? Running the, behind the scenes with American, This American Life. Yes. Obviously, very successful show. You know, Irish people get, you know, ferried down here in limousines. You know, yeah, exactly. it's, not, it's not the public radio exactly. dollars. It's TV. I now saw Ira helicoptered in the other day, actually. I think so. He doesn't. And he barely one says hello to us on the uh, right, well, rappelling but, so why did you that lowered him into the studio. Why did you what, – what makes you think this is a good idea, bringing this show here – Enough for you to like put your career in our hands. Because uh, I think you guys are great. I think you guys are entertaining, and you have definitely educated me with music, especially as I've gotten older. And uh, you know, I think I think there deserves a place for you here. Speaks, you're I gonna you're gonna you. tape that and loop it, right? So we can <laughs> yeah, play yeah. it nonstop, whatever we. <laughs> so uh, when when Todd has given us our our final goodbyes, uh, we can play. Yeah. Him. Remember when you said this <laughs> about us? No, I can't give him crap because that was almost sincere. He I, was he was I, being. I'm gonna interrupt you. You know, I think Todd's. I think I think Todd. <laughs> He's uh, got something to do. I think I he has to give, give the, the number, number. unless uh, you want to give it. Well, go ahead. All right, I'll eight seven seven three six six eight nine two four chicagopublicradio.org or go online to soundopinions.org as well or soundopinions.com. And make a pledge there as well. Todd Bachman has uh, upped the ante because in the couple minutes that he's been on the air here, he's given them number more. Bono than... has called, really, uh, and pledged. Michael Jackson has called. R. Kelly, wow, has helped us reach our seven thousand dollar goal. Greg Dooley, who called me a <laughs> sucker on his website, <laughs> has also called and and, and pitched. Ryan Adams, unbelievable. He left you that nasty f- phone mail message, and now he and just now called, he called you and and pledged. And wow. I think he's trying to make amends. I, I think the guys in Disturbed uh, also called and made a pledge. The <laughs> yeah. members of Corn. Yeah. Wow, that's really impressive. You know, good job, Todd. Man, Todd Bachman. Uh, it was how Todd. Did, how did they do it? They must have dialed 877-366-8924 or gone online, oh, chicagopublicradio.org. Oh, my God. He's a good public radio stooge. 7000 bucks. That's all we're asking. If you want to pledge it all in one lump sum, fine. <laughs> Give right, us a call. It's surprising that Bono didn't just plunk that down. When he well, called. you know, the 99 cent thing was kind of a token effort on his a dollar part. dollar a day. I mean, but he is helping feed Africa. So. What do you get for a dollar a day pledge, Greg? <laughs> Let's look this up. It's no Sound Opinions swag, that's for sure. So we're a minute away from uh, closing time here at Sound Opinions, and we are uh, hoping to raise 7000 bucks. I'm exhausted. This draining. This was a draining <laughs> experience. <laughs> Begging for money. It was, but we're going to beg with some more. 877-366-8924 is the number to call. One of the benefits of of this is that uh, we covered a music festival in Austin, Texas with our Sound Opinions team. I personally am very proud of the job everyone did down there. I'm looking forward to the show that is going to air next week in our usual time slot. South by Southwest is to the music industry what can or Sundance are to film, and we've covered it like it's never been covered. One of many things we're able to do here now that we're on Chicago Public Radio, and we ain't leaving. Even if they try to get us, I mean, we have to leave right now. We're done. <laughs> but otherwise, we're not leaving. We like it here on Navy Pier. Absolutely. We want to thank our fabulous crew for, again, helping us out tonight. Todd Bachman, 
Matt Spiegel, Robin Lynn, Jason Saldana, Tori Southside Melody has always got our back. Dino Armiros has bailed us out of jail numerous times. I bet I bet he even called and pledged. I'm sure he did. And Joe DeSoe gives us technical assistance. We'll see you next week on Sound Opinions. And then you got six more months before we have to do this again. To pledge, give us a call at 877-366-8924 or go to chicagopublicradio.org. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll talk to you next week.